Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV. Lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here to talk about well, I want to talk about a survey that we did many years ago. That's not many, it was several years ago, where we, we talked to literally thousands of lay people and we asked them, what is it about your relationship with Jesus Christ that the world needs to know or that your neighbor needs to know or that your neighbor would find at least worth listening to? <laughs> and, and what we found is that the vast majority of people gave an answer of, how the church was there for them. And that's a wonderful thing. It's, it's great that the church is, is there for you. But the, the reality is, is that in our culture, no one's very interested in the church and your relationship with the church. They don't want to go to church. But they're very interested in knowing about your relationship with God and the divine and, and with Jesus. And, and the problem is, is that most people can't articulate that. Yeah, um, it, I'm just thinking, what do you do? Uh, what happens to the relationship you think you have with Jesus when your church fails you, right? Right. And a lot of people get angry with the church and whatnot, and that's then where we see not are no longer Christians. The duns, the really, duns, yeah, right? Really about the the church, anyways. To help people in articulating and finding, right? I right. think finding, articulating, and then being able to share with others uh, about Jesus, uh, we put together, and actually you are the one who put this together, or um, came up with this idea, which I think is brilliant, uh, the five faces of Jesus. And so considering these different phases, phases, faces of Jesus, people are able to answer that question uh, that Matthew, or Matthew, that Jesus posed in the New Testament book of Matthew. Matthew, who do you say I am? So the reality is, is although we know that Jesus is multifaceted, that Jesus has lots of different, if you will, faces, what we found is that there are five faces that it seems most people are able to relate to. They can say, yeah, because we've got these five faces. They go, oh, I relate to this one. Now, the reality is we're going to share them in a minute, and, and that you probably relate to any number of them. Most people relate to two or even three of them, and especially at different times in their lives. But I want to encourage you just for an exercise to pick the one, just the one that has the most, um, most call on your life and learn to articulate that. Then you can shift and talk about another one some other time. But, but learn to, sh to share what is it about your relationship with Jesus that the world needs to know based on one of these five Share that with someone several times, and pretty soon you'll find you're able, when someone says, why do you go to church, you'll be able to say, well, you know, let, let me tell you about this relationship with Jesus that I have, and, and that's why I go to church. And so Jesus is my blah, blah, blah. So here we go. There's the five faces of Jesus, and then real quick, there's companion, there's healer, there's rescuer, there's guide, and there's Promise Keeper. And I think you have something to say about Companion. I do. This dear, dear woman who taught me uh, about Jesus, she really mentored me. She was in her 80s when, uh, when I met her. And uh, she cared for our children when they were little itty bitties. Uh, she was just this 
woman of God uh, from down in uh, the middle of Georgia, raised quite rurally, and uh, we call her Nanny. Everyone called her Nanny. And Nanny had such this relationship with Jesus that one night you were down uh, uh, camp directing or being a counselor, Whatever. camp counselor with our two middle children and uh, and tornadoes, horrid storms came. Nanny had been in the hospital. She was pretty incoherent uh, and, and was staying at our house. She couldn't walk and the tornado sirens went off and I picked her up and had to carry her down two flights of stairs with her other three children and we were down there and she just sat there and she said uh she said we don't need to be scared i said okay and she said let's just praise jesus and so we sat there and we sang songs uh until the sirens had stopped we waited for a little while and then everyone was re able to return to their rooms and i carried her back up the stairs she knew jesus as her companion and she brought that companion with her that night so there's one. So maybe you're able to relate to Jesus as companion, and that's the face that you most relate to. One that, that I find that we relate to as, as a family is Jesus as healer. We have a granddaughter who was born with a deformed heart. We didn't know it was a deformed heart when she was first born, but it became very apparent very quickly. And uh, the, my daughter, who is in, uh, in medical services now, perhaps because of this event, uh, she called the doctor when her daughter was having some issues. And the doctor said, let, let me come in or bring her in and let's take an x-ray. And then they found that her heart was misshaped. Was, she was actually missing a section of her heart. And so that that was a Monday and she called me and said, listen, you, I need you, dad, to meet me at the Children's Hospital in Portland, Oregon, because uh, on Friday, because they're going to prep Carson for, for surgery. And then on Monday, they're going to do the heart surgery. Could you come down to be with me? And I said, well, absolutely. That's what the dad thing is. And so um, on, on Thursday night, um, I got, well, actually it was on Friday morning on my way down. Um, I got a call from a dear, dear church member who, who called and said, Sharon. her name was Sharon, yep, who, who called and said, I want you to know, um, Pastor Bill, that I prayed, uh, was praying for Carson. And I, I said, great. She says, and God has given me a message for you. And I'm like, okay. And, and she said, God told me to tell you that the baby's heart is perfect. And I thought, well, okay, <laughs> if you say so. And, and, and I just took it as a, that God is saying, you know, you can take comfort in that. Well, I got lost going to this hospital. And I ended up there almost 45 minutes after uh, the, the, my daughter and the kids were in the surgical consult. And I finally found my way into the hospital. And I'm walking down into the surgical conference wing. And my daughter and family come out of the um, the office down the hall, I see them come out, and my daughter's got this big grin on her face. And I like, okay, I wonder what that's about. And she sees me, she comes running, she throws her arms around me, she says, Dad, Dad, they did a CAT scan today, and the baby's heart is perfect. The exact words that Sharon called. <laughs> and there's x-rays that show a deformed heart, there's a CAT scan to show a perfect heart, and there's a woman who prayed literally all night long. She paced the floors and prayed for Carson. You know, 
when someone asks that family, my family, about who Jesus is to them, they see Jesus as a, as a healer. Maybe that, and maybe that relates to you. Maybe it's the healing of a heart or he, her, uh, healing of some other hurt. But that Jesus is a healer is someone that you relate to, and. I can tell you it's some that's a face of Jesus that others can relate to as well. Yeah, thank you. Well, the third face, as you mentioned, is Jesus as rescuer. And those of us that are in 12-step programs, we know him very well <laughs> as our rescuer. You, uh, If you are in recovery or uh, know of someone who's in recovery or uh, know of people that sit around recovery rooms, no doubt you've heard about how low we're able Able to sink and whatever it is we need recovery from, uh, uh, how low we are able to sink and and how Jesus, our higher power, but those of us n know that it's Jesus, how he comes and rescues us, how he lifts us up out of those gutters, out of those depths and offers us a brand new life. So maybe that's a face of Jesus that you can relate to, a, a, a Jesus that has reached down and lifted you or a family member or a friend up. And you can say, I get that Jesus. That's a Jesus that I can relate to. Right. Well, the, the next one is Jesus as guide. And it's, it's one of mine. My, in fact, that's my primary face of Jesus, Jesus as guide. And, and this, this Jesus is the Jesus who well, let me tell you about my life real quick, is, is that you know, I was raised in church. I started going to church nine months before I was born. And so there's never been a time where I didn't feel like Jesus and didn't know that Jesus was in my heart. But I spent years literally wandering around in from career to career, from well, never, never mind career, job to job, looking for the job that I would just love, that would just make the sense of my life. And, and I couldn't find it. I'm ADHD and I'd wandered around. I get tired of the job. And, and finally, Jesus literally, not, not physically, but taps on my shoulder and says, I've got a job for you. Are you ready to, to you know, do it my way? And it was like, yeah, okay, I, I'll give it a try because I've pretty much tried everything else. And so I started on this path of, for me, that was ministry. For my dad, it was chemistry. And, you know, everyone has their own call into whatever God is calling you into. But for me, it was ministry. And it, my whole life is it really came together from that point on as it began to make sense. And and that Jesus is like, if you will, like an Indian scout. And he, and he goes out, out over the hills and he looks and he sees what's out there. And he says, he, he waves and he says, come on, we're going this way. And sometimes it's great and sometimes it's scary, but it's always the most interesting and fascinating <laughs> and exciting life because Jesus keeps saying, come on, we're going this way. He guides my life and it has been a blast in this ride. So maybe you understand or you can relate to Jesus as a guide, someone who has you know, given you direction and purpose in life. Maybe that's the, the face of Jesus that your neighbor needs to hear about. Thank you. Well, the uh, fifth is Jesus as promise keeper. And our, our example for that is uh, Bill's stepmother, Dolores' uh, mom. And um, she died, I think, three years ago now from lung cancer. And very quickly, uh, she was diagnosed within a couple, three months. She had passed. But the reason for that is that she believed that Jesus keeps his promises. And I don't want to say believe. 
She knew, she knew. That's right. Right. That belief. Jesus keeps his promises. And so when it was time, uh, when she was diagnosed, very surprisingly, with uh, uh, diagnosed with the lung cancer, they looked at treatment options and, and everything else. And of course, everybody wants her to go through the treatment options because this. That's what we do, right? Right. Exactly. And and there were some promises of of success, or not promises, but you know, lung cancer can be pretty bad. And, and but there was some sense with what she had that she would be she would respond she'd be responsive and um, but she said you know no I I'm not going to go through that and uh, because Jesus keeps his promises and quite honestly I've been waiting for this one and so she was able to to live out her last uh, couple of months two three months uh, with family and uh, just there was nothing more to get ready for, right? right? I mean, just saying right. goodbyes. And uh, and so she did, and she was ready to go. So maybe that's the Jesus that you can relate to, the, the, the Jesus that your neighbor needs to hear about, that, that Jesus keeps his promises. He walks with you in the darkest of the dark and, and walks with you no matter what. So maybe that's the Jesus. So, so there's five faces of Jesus, and I hope you've found one that relates to you. And then if you'll learn, you know, Put together a, your story of how Jesus has has impacted your life, and when so when someone asks you a question about church or your religion or whatever, you can articulate, you can articulate how Jesus has been there for you. Listen, I, I just want to. We're out of time, but we I want to real quick point you to my book, Hitchhiker's Guide to Evangelism. It's on Amazon.com. You can grab it there. It has a. a really a wealth of information on how you can um, impact um, others' lives with evangelism in a way that is not embarrassing for you, not embarrassing for the church, but most importantly, it's not embarrassing to those that you share with. Well, and I'll say it's, it's about how sharing how Jesus can impact their lives because of the way Jesus has impacted your life. All right, we're out of we time. Say go. goodbye, Chris. Goodbye. Have a great week. Bye. -bye.